This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan, Tiki Barber. They need to do everything they can to hold on to Daniel Jones. If he keeps growing like we expect him to do, like Josh Allen did, the New York Giants will have the best quarterback in the NFC East. And that's with Jalen Hurts almost being an MVP this season. Brandon Tierney. Julie loves on the show all year. And a million ways sideways, I try to ask him, whether you're going to guarantee a playoff spot. Is Daniel Jones the right guy? Nothing. His first TV appearance, he makes national headlines. Of course, Julie Love is dead to me. <laughs> Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey. All righty, 1002 on the fan. What's going on, everybody? How are you on this Monday? It's the Tiki and Tierney show. Oh, yeah. We start revving up that action for the Super Bowl. And thank God he is gone. No more of this Kyrie nonsense, this drama. And the real story now, Tiki, shifts to Kevin Durant. Who, by all accounts, at least the way I see it, Kevin Durant is probably guilty of the greatest miscalculation, Hmm. uh, at least in modern sports, that, that I can identify. I mean, think about what Kevin Durant did in the middle of his prime. He willingly hitched his wagon to Kyrie Irving. How's that going for you? Yeah, and here's the problem, is that there were alternatives that maybe didn't seem as interesting or fun other teams he could have gone to hell he could have stayed with the golden state warriors and tried to run it back and win another championship even though the the draymond green situation maybe was getting a little bit untenable but i mean that's just that's just personal interactions ultimately you want to win and he wanted to do it on his own terms and he falls into the same situation that we've talked about for years with kevin durant who does he belong to hmm. so in some ways you're right but in real time i think Kevin Durant was making a decision that felt perfect for him at the time, right? He had he had won championships. He had won a league MVP. He'd won finals MVPs. He, he'd done everything that he needed to do. He's on this trajectory to be the greatest scorer of all time. So to think that he was miscalculating by going to play with one of his boys, I, I think it's it can be revisionist. When you when you put it that way. Sure. Well, sure. But, I don't think I was but, saying this right away. But sure. I, but I, I think... I think Kevin Durant has had such an amazing and unique path anyways. It's debatable, but I, it, it just didn't work out. But you can't fault him for that, though. Well, I mean, that, it's not even a fault. I actually feel badly for Kevin Durant. All Kevin Durant wants to do is show up, drop 35, go home, smoke a bone, play games, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And that's a pretty good life. Yes. And, uh, and it was just, you know, complicated and subverted by, by Kyrie Irving, who's just... He's unique, man, uh, and he's no longer our headache. Good luck with that, Dallas. So I, you know, I, I look at I look at Kevin Durant and the NBA. 
is really, um, I, I think, more so than even baseball. And you know, with baseball, we romanticize the guys, you know, the the players, you know, one player, one team, Cal Ripken, Derek Jeter, you know the name, mm-hmm. Ernie Banks, right? But I think with the NBA, uh, while you're not penalized as much, it, it's going to be a little tougher to translate Kevin Durant's NBA, not accomplishments, but his who's he belong to? Yeah. Like, Oklahoma City doesn't want to claim him. No. The Warriors, not that they don't respect him, but they got Steph. Steph's the guy. Clay, I know Clay's a shell of what he was. Yeah. Clay's the guy. Now, even Rick Barry in the mid-70s well, won a championship. Run TMC. They don't care about Kevin well, Durant. Well, this is why I don't. I can't fault him for wanting to leave Golden State. Because at some point, when you are the star, like you are the guy. I know that was Steph's team, so to speak. Out in out in Green, uh, Golden State when they won those championships, but the star was Kevin Durant. He was the one who was unstoppable. He had a spots. He would get to him. He knocked down the shots. They get to the NBA Finals. He was the Finals MVP. And in fact, that was the knock on Steph is that you know without Kevin Durant, he I mean with Kevin Durant there, he couldn't win the Finals MVP even though it was his team. So if you're KD and you are the man, but nobody sees you as the man because it's Steph's team. Don't you have to leave? Yeah, in, in that's, why I, that's why I didn't begrudge him. I had an issue with him going to Golden State mm. after he lost. But that that's really, you know, going back in the time machine. I don't know that we want to really waste anybody's time with that here in New York. I mean, but yeah, I mean, when you join a team that just punked you, eh, I, I thought it was a bit of a weak move. And I said it back then nationally. And you didn't disagree. You know, Kevin Durant, though, as where it gets very interesting for the Nets here. What do the Nets do? I mean, I heard all weekend, I shouldn't say that this was the overwhelming theme, but it was, I think, the biggest part of the conversation. Most people think, now you got to trade Kevin Durant. I think it's the worst time to trade Kevin Durant. I really do. I mean, the money is through the roof, and he's earned every penny. He's under contract for four more years, 44, 47, 51, and $54 million. Okay, so... You tell me if you own the Nets and they are in disarray right now because of the Kyrie situation, what kind of deal are you going to get for him? What are you going to get? Yeah, I mean, the Nets aren't going to – they don't have a position of power. They are with. a position of weakness Yeah, because right he's now. got so much money left on his deal. Now, with that being said, if you're a team that's desperate, kind of like the Dallas Mavericks were desperate. This this screams of desperation from the Dallas Mavericks. We yeah. can't we can't find anybody to put around Luka Doncic. We are we have one of the best players, if not the best current player in the game right now, and we're sitting in this sixth spot. Yeah. In, we in, can't in waste the these years. We can't waste these years yeah. trying to figure out was it going to be, you know, whoever as it, whoever it is. Like it didn't matter. They can't put someone around Luka that's helping them win. But you bring Kyrie Maybe it helps because Kyrie is such a, a superstar on the court. Forget all the stuff off the court for a second. I'm saying on the court. But for the Mavericks, it does feel desperate to go get uh, Kyrie Irving. So what other team is in that type of situation? That's the only way you're able to move Kevin Durant is if some other team is desperate for one of these superstars that potentially is movable. Because let's face it, most of these guys don't move. Right, they don't they don't move unless they get to the end of their contracts and they're ready to go someplace else. They're not going to win. Kevin Durant is wrapped up for three more years, four more years. He's got four, four more, four years. more years. So yeah. the only way they're moving him is if some other team is utterly desperate 
for uh, relevancy and a championship run like the Dallas Mavericks. And, and maybe that's Portland with Damian Lillard. You know, time's ticking mm-hmm. on him. But, again, the, to me, the timing of it is awful. Like, this is why... This is why if I'm the Nets, I'm just so disgusted with the whole Kyrie and the residue from the Kyrie Irving stuff. Like, everything about Kyrie Irving made our life tougher. (laughs) We didn't know when you were showing up. You weren't emotionally reliable. And now you complicate things with Kevin Durant. Now, the timing of this is why I wouldn't trade him now. Hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not open if I'm a Nets. From the Nets perspective, this summer where I've got time on my side and I'm not pushed into a corner and I've got three days to come up with some mega trade, no. I've got to do this on my own terms. I'm not saying that you couldn't find a suitor. Kevin Durant's amazing when he's healthy, although that's less and less frequent. Of course, people are going to call the Nets. They probably already called. I'm sure they have. But I I don't know. Like, the worst thing the Nets could do is make, um, you know, like um, a quick twitch trade here just to kind of, all right, KD's not happy. And I got news for you. There's no way Kevin Durant's happy. Yeah. Like, if any, if anybody well, thinks. I mean, maybe, maybe. Well, no. No, I I don't think. Don't you think he's come to the realization that nothing good was going to ever happen with, with Kyrie? And I'm not saying this to, to knock their relationship. Because who knows? Who knows what these guys' relationships are? But don't you think even a blind man could see this was not going to work out well? And in Brooklyn with Ke- with Kyrie Irving, it's just it's just always something. And even if he is boys with Kyrie, he had to start saying something. Always is coming up, right? This is I'm okay if Kyrie is not here. Let me try to let's try to get something that's going to help us win now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I almost feel like he had to have had approval on this. It's not like the Brooklyn Nets, you know, out of nowhere. Hey, Kevin, guess what? Come in tomorrow. Kyrie's gone. Yeah, like, no, that part I agree with. Right? He was conferred or yeah. whatever word you yeah, want to not, use. Not, there is no way he was yeah. blindsided. Wow, yeah. they just traded my guy. Yeah, no, not, I, I agree with that. Not necessarily approval, uh-huh. but he was definitely aware of it. I do agree with and that. He had, and, he's, and he's probably okay with it. Well, yeah, for now. Yeah. You know, for now. I mean, uh, where are they going? They're going nowhere. Where are they going? I mean, they're going to the five seed, four seed, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, at first I thought they were a lot, you know, a lot to be a four seed and to win some games with Kyrie and and KD. But, I mean, you take Kyrie out of the equation now. uh, It's, you know, it's it's very much, I don't know that it's going to be a one and done depending upon the matchup. But this team's not going to make any sort of run. Mm -mm. They're just not. I got news for you. And this is going to sound wacky. The... (laughs) The I think the best possible, although I don't think it's wise to do it now, I think there'll be better offers during the summer when people can think and there's more clarity and there's less pressure to beat the, the deadline expiration. I think the best potential trade partner for the Nets is the Knicks. <laughs> now For Kevin Durant. Yes. Now, the Nets will never do that. I don't know if the Knicks would do it, but are you telling me I mean, that from a Nets perspective, because from the Knicks' perspective, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Of course, they would want Durant, although as a Knicks fan, I'm not so sure that I want him, yeah, but whatever. Would. Yeah, you would. Nah, honestly, I don't think I would. There's you, been you, too much drama. You, you would hate it. If Kevin Durant, he doesn't too have much drama, drama, man. But if, you, if, if, if I'm the Nets and you could get, you know, a, a package of, I don't think that they want R.J. Barrett, nor yeah. would I, and that's a different discussion, but like a, 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 a Grimes, a McBride, a Toppin, multiple ones, that that's not on some level appealing? I mean, the first-round pick that they got for Kyrie is 2029. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem with the Kyrie trade is that it feels so far out in the future that it's irrelevant to right now. 
And if you're the Nets and you're trying to salvage something out of this season, by the way, when Kyrie wasn't playing and Kevin Durant was, the Nets were one of the best teams in basketball. Yes, they were. Right? They they had climbed to within, a, I think, a half a game. Maybe maybe it was a game, but they were close to the Boston Celtics. And they had the second best record in all of basketball, including the Western Conference, obviously. And then KD got hurt, and then we know where they slid to, which is just about average. So I think if Kevin is healthy, this team can surprise us if they get the right pieces around him. The question is, how do you do that? And right. And so is it now, if you're the Nets, are you... Are you stripping it down, starting it over, you know, throwing the Spencer Dinwiddie's out there and whoever else, the Joe Harris's, et cetera, just playing it out and just figuring out, you know, what comes next? Or are you trying to make a run? And I think the common the, the consensus right now is that the Nets are going to try to make a run around Kevin Durant once he's healthy, which makes it really urgent these next three days, four days, whatever it is, the trade deadline's Thursday. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So so basically three and a half days to 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 make something of all of these assets that they have and and re-flip them for somebody else and get Kevin Durant another, not a superstar, but another very valuable piece so they can win now and get back to where everyone thought they were going to be with Kyrie Irving. All right, 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney here on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends of Town Fair, mind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody. It is nuts, though. You think about this, like MJ and Kareem and Magic and Bird and the Big O and Clyde Frazier and any other NBA luminary, Akeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan. Like, there's immediate identification. Oh, this guy did this there. Kevin Durant, it's it's all over the map. And and I do think, you know, not that he cares about this. He's, in the game of life, he's won. The amount of money he's made and the things that he's done, he's obviously won. But in terms of how he's viewed, I, I do think that it's, um, you know, I don't think transient is a good thing. I, I don't. I don't think when you don't have an identifiable home, not that nobody claims you, mm-hmm. but when you don't have a universal home, that's that's not good, number one. Number two. Uh, from the you know from the now perspective, what do you do with Durant? Tiki's right. There is no way that Kevin Durant woke up or just got a text uh, mm-hmm. or Guess or what? saw the tweet from yeah. Shams. Guess yeah. what? He's gone. Kyrie's gone. He gone. No, there's there's absolutely conferral. Otherwise, the Nets are are beyond hopeless if they didn't because that's going to make more issues. Yep. So I do believe that they let Kevin know about this. They gauged his uh, his opinion. But the next step is you trade him now, or you trade him over the summer, or you don't trade him. I you know I I think this is this is really one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest failures in New York sports. Hmm. The problem is. Nobody cares yeah. because it's the Brooklyn Nets. If this was the Yankees, if this was the Mets, if this was the Knicks, if this was the Jets, if this was the Giants, this would have overrun the city's coverage. Mm-hmm. But it's the Nets. Yeah. And that's that's the reality of it. Yeah, the Nets, it really is. The Nets have to salvage this in any way possible. And the only way that's going to happen is, one, KD get healthy. And two, they make this team relevant now. Like they can't, for, they can't just push it down the line. Whatever down the line means. Now I'm not talking about six years to this, you know, twenty twenty nine first round draft pick. But they they can't push anything down the line. They have to show an urgency because Kevin Durant's going to be thirty five pretty soon. Yep. And I'm, I'm not saying he's washed by any stretch, but thirty five year old basketball knees who've been playing since he was 
in the NBA since he was 18. Yeah, big minutes. That's just a, that's just a lot, man. Uh-huh. He's had nothing but injuries over the last three seasons, maybe, maybe even four seasons. You you got to make this thing relevant, like right now. For okay. the, if you're the Nets. All right, let's get to you. First up, Mike Bayonne. We jumpstart a new week here on the show. Make it good, Mike. What's happening, buddy? What's up, Mike? Hey, gentlemen. Hey. Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, right. listen, if, 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 this has been going on for a while with the NBA. The product of the NBA is just an atrocious product. You know, we got guy, we got players running the league. We got coaches that look like they're coaching rec basketball games on the sidelines. Um, You know, it's it's completely out of control. Yeah, it's not until, a lot of control. I, I was until, watching I was watching the Knicks game yesterday, the Knicks and the 76ers, and there was a couple like series back and forth. But they just come down, yeah, find an open just jack up a three, yeah. miss it, get the well, rebound, it, come it, down the other it, way, it's, just it's jack up a that, three. Right? I'm just like, come on, what are we watching here? It's it's totally more than that. The, the other day the Lakers come into town for the only time all year yeah, you're right. at Barclay at Barclay. We got fans shelling out Hundreds of dollars, thousands to, in certain situations. Yeah, to come, to come see LeBron James for the one time all year in Brooklyn. And yeah. what does he do? He sits out. Guys, back in the day, I'm 41 years old, so I've seen all the greats, and it, these guys played 82 games nonstop, or every tried year. to, or or certainly tried or, to, or, yeah. or tried to. Uh, now, you, Kyrie Irving's been in the league for 12 years. He's played 70 more, 70 plus games. Three times in his career. It's a joke. No, it's, 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 I'll tell you what, Mike. The NBA, it's funny that that's the first call that we took here. And the Kyrie situation is emblematic of a bigger issue with mm-hmm. this sport. I have said for years, I don't think Adam Silver is a very good commissioner. Yeah. I flat out said it. Can somebody explain to me what Adam Silver has done? Yeah. And please, it, it, please, don't tell me about the global well, economic funny. impact. It's funny. I know that's where you're because going. That's, I know that's they make money. my retort is that, yeah, the money has exploded, but it's almost to the detriment of the product. At what cost? Yeah. Right. People, yeah, so, you know, other countries might be jumping in, but domestic fans are jumping I, out. I, BT, I remember when, I forgot who the first, maybe it was LeBron, I don't remember. It was, it was like $36 million, and it just hit me like, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies don't make that much money. And I remember we said this on the national broadcast. We're like, these guys don't care about, like, the relationship with the fans. They they have zero connectivity to the people they're playing in front of. And so when LeBron James comes across the country, knowing good and damn well that people want to, even if they hate him, they want to see him play. It's like Michael Jordan in the the, hate. Did you get a ticket? Michael's coming to town. Did you get a ticket? It's the same thing with LeBron. They don't care. They don't care about being the, I don't know, the the reason that people are coming to the arena anymore. They don't care about that Mm because they're making too much money. Right, and I'm I'm like I'm not knocking them. It just yeah. it just is what it is. There's a complete disconnect between NBA players and fans. And if you don't believe that, just look at how players treat fans. It's just it's not nearly the same as it used to be. It's not that is that is well said. All right, so we're gonna get these calls here. Obviously, Super Bowl. We're gonna start slowly getting into. It. We're not hitting you hard the first few days. It's boring. We're not gonna have on. Uh, I don't know. You know, so-and-so pushing some product that you don't care about. We're talking about what we want to talk about, which is what you guys want to talk about, obviously. The story's here. And then by, you know, late late in the week, we will we will obviously ratchet up the football stuff. But uh, there is some Roger stuff that has gone down over the weekend. We'll get that in. 
Uh, the Giants might lose their OC. He's on the short list. So we got a good list for the Cardinals. We got a good list of things for you here on the show. Tiki and Tierney uh, just out of the shoot on this Monday. 877-337-6666. More calls in a moment. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Well, it looks like some congratulations are in order as we get uh, a little closer to the start of spring training. The Mets radio booth is rock solid and set. Uh, congrats to Keith Rad and Pat McCarthy. So Keith is now, uh, he's been announced as the play-by-play and color commentator. And he'll join with the legendary Howie Rose. And then you have Pat McCarthy uh, who will do pre and post. And uh, he'll also do some select games. So uh, that is all set on 880. Now we just need SNY to get off their behinds and make sure we, <laughs> we get Hernandez a contract. Yeah, right. Stop chimping out or cheating or whatever, uh, chintzing out. Uh, Keith Hernandez, let's go. Pat is Pat is great. I know Pat because his father is my broadcast partner when I do CBS games, and he calls Princeton football. So he calls my son oh, nice. uh, down, at, down at Princeton, um, my son AJ down in Princeton. So... Congrats to both. So teams. he went from Princeton football to the Mets booth. That's a pretty direct path. Well, he did He did Phillies, um, AAA uh-huh. affiliate, and when Tom, his father, yeah. would do NFL games, he would do the Phillies games, the actual Phillies games. How come my dad couldn't be a broadcaster? <laughs> I know, Honestly. Right? Just to get you the, get you the, the, the easy. I had to go to Allentown, Pennsylvania for $16,000. Mean... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How come my dad wasn't in broad? I mean, by the way, I say that with a smile. Yeah, of course. These guys are accomplished. And no. by the way, if they're not, 
they'll get eaten up. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because now it's the big leagues and now it's New York and awesome. I think that's great. I think uh, I've heard both of their work. I'm messing around. And uh, so Pat pre and post, Keith Rad doing the uh, the play by play and uh, and the color work as well. So and you have the staple Howie Rose, who was um, we just saw a story with cancer uh, that was recent. So we, we we wish him the best and he's great. You know, we always talk about the Mets on TV. Howie, you know, it's funny Howie. What game was I listening to? I don't know the exact game, but I was driving home from our show and. For whatever reason, hadn't really listened to a Mets game on the radio in a while. I mean, I always watch them on mm-hmm. SNY, but radio, no. And I, I almost forgot how skilled Howie Rose is. Like, the way he he is so adept at, number one, creating a very vivid imagery. I mean, that's, that's you have to do that on the radio. He does it exceptionally well. But he weaves in history and and has a conversation, almost like a talk show, as well as anybody, yeah. I, it, he's and, he's really and good, that's what Howie. makes for really good radio broadcast. That's right. You're you're missing the visual side of it. You got to make it interesting, other than just this happened or that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that did happen, Kyrie is gone, as we know that that little bomb dropped the last two minutes of our show on Friday, and now the Nets need to figure out what to do with with uh, with Kevin Durant. And there's a school for you know what, get rid of him now. See what's out there, which I'm sure they're listening to. Uh, my thing would be probably wait till the summer. You have a little more clarity, a little more room to breathe. But anyway, you cut it. It is a very complex, disappointing, uh, disjointed, at times comical and pathetic situation for the Nets for a while now. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. They're yeah. supposed to win something. No, of course they are. And they didn't. Now, it could have worked out if Kevin Durant didn't hurt, if Kyrie wasn't mercurial, if James Harden hadn't. Said he wanted out. Because they get the Ben Simmons contract. And then Ben Simmons is there and he doesn't even want to play. Right? It's just different. Like when they were all together, yeah. the big three, they were 13 and three, I think, in the 16 game. But that's it. They only played 16 games together. What a blip, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's get a Hank and Metasquad. Hank is on the Fantiki and Tierney. What's up, Hank? Well, gentlemen, I, I do like your program, but I wish that you'd provide or stop actually talking about the Nets on your program. <laughs> you know absolutely little to nothing about what's going on. And try to accent the positive. Hmm. Like, they're trying to work things out. They're doing the best they can. Yes, they have multiple failures. But then again, I was at the game the last time the Knicks won a championship, and I was 17 years old. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. keep talking about those losers. And the Nets don't lock out fans from their arena with uh, facial recognition. Uh, somebody uh, shifting the focus a little uh, bit, Hank. And, 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 a little bait and, and switch uh, there, huh? And, you know, I, I thought that Kyrie was going to go to China to play. <laughs> but but uh, if he held out, as they told Beningo on Saturday. Uh-huh. So I'll turn, it, I'll turn it back to you. Maybe you can talk about football <laughs> yeah, this is the big. St- the this is the big story. The Nets. What are they going to do? Right? They had all well, this. You can stop uh, after this break. Stop at the next break and go talk about the Giants. Yeah, right, I mean, and enough with the directives. Yeah, here, buddy. exactly. Take it easy. The Giants are a long way away from our conversation right now, unless yes. Mike Kafka leaves for the head coaching job of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, he's among the three finalists yes. here. Him, Brian Flores, and Lou Anarumo, who's yep. a DC from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, but this is the problem with the Nets. Like, you know, 
Yeah, nobody cares. Well, I don't know. Unless, unless they that's start, not fair. Unless I they kind start of joke winning. around with that. They've got fans. Well, I mean, they, they do, do. But, like, what are we talking about with them? That's the thing. It's always, it's it's not often enough about the product. It's about the ancillary things. That's right. And for, by the way, for a while, it was like that with the Knicks as well. Uh, yes. Lawsuits yes. Yes. and yes. things behind the scenes. Yes. And, and by the way, you could still it's have. It's never the, about basketball. You could with still the have those things with the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, not but, like it used to be. They've I know. Changed, they, they've gotten mildly, so much better. You can mildly still have that about the Knicks, but the Knicks, because they're such an interesting, compelling, sometimes dysfunctional <laughs> on-court situation, Yeah, they're, they're actually interesting to talk about. I mean, hell, they beat the 76ers yesterday. No, big deal. You're at home. Why shouldn't you beat the 76ers? They, one, they don't win at home, and right. the 76ers have the second-best record in the East. Great. So, I mean, was Andrew third, Tony out was. there with Dr. J and Mo Cheeks no, and Moses? No, of course not. Big deal. But, they beat the Sixers. Good. I, did, Supposed was to was it not a big a big win? For that was a nice win. I'm just messing with you. It was a nice win. Listen, I'm going to flip something to you. Ready? You're the Nets. I am uh, I'm Leon Rose. I call you up. All right. This would actually require Leon Rose to speak, so you know we're taking a leap of faith here, but let's, get, let's pretend this actually occurs. I'm going to give you Randall. You ready? I'm going to give you Randall. I'm yeah. going to give you two of the following players. Toppin. Grimes, Sims, and McBride, and two protected ones. What years? We'll we'll flush that out yeah. in the next conversation, okay. buddy. What do you think? You interested? That's just a lot. It's a lot of pieces that don't do a lot for you, right? Julius Randall's an all star. First of all, he's in his uh, prime. Number one. Okay, but if Julius Randall is in, I, I guess maybe I show the guy Vaughn, some respect. I'm, I'm just saying, Come if on. Jacques Vaughn maybe can do some really good things with him. And it's for, an all-star. I understand that. Vaughn. I understand. But is he a standalone star? No, so no. Is he, is, but he, is he comparable to what Kevin Durant brings? Nobody's in? comparable he, to what lift, Kevin Durant brings he, to the table. Does he lift the team like like KD can? Well, no, of and course so, not. And so you immediately get worse. Well, that's why I'm giving you a couple of number ones and a combination. You want Toppin and Grimes? You want to unleash Toppin for 30 minutes a night on the wing and see what Grimes got? I mean, but are you I'm winning just anything? asking. Are you winning anything? No, but you're not going to win anything with Kyrie, with uh, with KD. And by the way, from the Knicks, I don't want I don't want Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I think I think Kevin Durant because he did this without Kyrie before. I can't I, you can't forget what happened earlier in the season when Kevin was playing with. I don't even think Joe Harris was back yet. It was just Kevin Durant, and they were they what did they lose? They didn't lose a game. They lost one or so games in in January or whatever whatever it was. Or, or they were uh, they, really really hot. It was unbelievable yep. how good they were. And then Kevin Durant got hurt. And everything kind of started to fall apart a little bit. And so, I mean, I want Kevin Durant if I'm the Nets. If, if you're the Knicks. Nets. Okay, I'm sorry. I, if I'm the Nets, I mm-hmm. want, I need Kevin Durant. What about if you're the Knicks? How much willing – How what would you give up? Would you move mountains to get him at age 35? With, and, then, uh, and then do what? Are they, are they winning anything? I mean, the answer I don't is, know. The answer is probably not. Are they going to win anything now? The Knicks? The Knicks? Yeah. No. Exactly. So why would you go not win anything and give everything up to get Kevin Durant? You just wouldn't. So yeah. I think I think the best course of action for the Nets, yeah. as you said, is don't trade them, but not don't trade them just because you know you don't you're 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 bargaining from a position of weakness, but don't trade them because you can actually do something this season if he gets healthy. It's a big if, but if he gets healthy, I I mean, I would take my chances with a superstar like Kevin Durant. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. You know, with a lot of things. Some of us who who represent you know teams you know you know our fandom everybody on the air here right and usually um, we have a good sense of of what 
the fans think about certain things, right? Like every Yankee fan wants Hicks and Donaldson gone. That's mm-hmm. a given. The DeGrom stuff was a little more split. I, I got to tell you, I wouldn't even attach a number to it because I think that that's irresponsible. But I would almost guarantee that there are more Nick fans that don't want Durant than do. <laughs> and this goes back to the whole LeBron stuff. Like, the way we were slighted and toyed with and kind of punked, I, I'm past it, man. Now, if he was 29, I'd swallow the pride. He's not. I don't want him. And I don't think I'm alone. Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, I can see that we're still in the business of shredding our own teams. That hasn't changed over the weekend. That's good to know. Yankees have this epic collapse. Sanchez runs his face into somebody's ass. That's all good. Who's that, Brandon Moore? I think it was, right? Oh, God. All right. 877-337-6666. By the way, Spike out at the Super Bowl? Spike's out there? Yes, he is. But then he's coming back midweek, right? Or some end of the week or something like that. Oh, thank God we're not out there. Although you're going out there on Wednesday, right? I am going out there Wednesday. Wednesday after our show, I'll be out there for Thursday and Friday uh, for a couple things that are about to happen this week. Mm -hmm. Not staying for the game, right? No. I yeah. never. I think I can't think of the last time I actually went to a Super Bowl. I, I, I mean, with it, the one you played in, <laughs> maybe no, because oh, Ronde Ronde played in one. I think I think that might have been the last one. Was the one? No, that's not. That's a lie. Did you do something with Yahoo? I did. I did. So the but the game, like going to the actual yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I think the last one was the Giants 07 Super Bowl. Okay, that was the last game I've actually been to. How stupid is this Pro Bowl? I mean, I didn't. I didn't want. If I didn't see anything on Twitter, I wouldn't have even known that it was going on. I didn't watch one second. I was shocked at how full. I just looked at it on Twitter, social media as well. It was packed. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys watching? You know what though? (laughs) That I get. Like kids, and you want to feel close to the to the sport. That's fine. But for me. You know, as a dad with two little ones and juggling, I'm not sitting around watching the Pro Bowl, dodgeball festivities. I'm, I'm, I'm just reading, Stephon Diggs hiding behind cheerleaders. I'm reading the news feeds on this. Peyton Manning infuriated after controversial end to Pro oh, Bowl geez. flag football game. Can I ask you something? Really? really? Can I ask you something? Can I? I have a question for you. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I are we getting? Uh, are we getting? You're getting a, Manning doubt? Uh, are we getting a little too much Eli? I feel I feel like now I know Eli's funny. I get that. And he's very likable. Yes. But I feel like Eli comes with a Peyton package. Like anytime Peyton's doing something, now Eli is forced in. Well, I, and now Cooper's forced yeah, in. Yeah, but I think with the betting commercials. But I think that's part yeah, come of on. I think that's part of the plan. Yeah, I get I, that. I think it's all a package deal. In fact, I actually heard that. that Are they that interesting? I mean, they're the royal family of the NFL. I think they're right. everywhere, man. They are everywhere. That's too much. That's the point. You know what I am saying? We're getting a little manning. <laughs> I'm not even asking. Now I'm saying it. We are getting manning down. But, but you have the option. Like It's not like you have to watch the manning cast if you're watching Monday Night Football. Understood. But they, their, their presence permeates whatever else I'm watching because they're in a gazillion commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some true. of which are funny. Some of which are not. Mm-hmm. It's a little much. Yeah, it is what it, it is. is. It's a little much. 
Watch me make another. Tiki criticizes nah, Eli's post-playing career. I don't even watch. Uh, I, don't, I don't even watch Saturations TV. with commercials. All right, let's get the only to, thing uh, I watch on TV are live sports. Mm-hmm. I still like to start. I'll tape them. You know, if I can like skip like six, seven minutes and just have that little built-in little mechanism, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, Omar's in Brooklyn. He disagrees. He thinks the NBA's never been better. All right, Omar, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, uh, listen, I am an old-fashioned guy. My I love 1990 Knicks. Uh, my nightmare is Charles Smith game. Always. Still cannot get over it. A finger roll by Patrick Ewan. Okay. I admired all. My favorite player is John Stark. Gotcha. Right? But, but the reality is that uh, on those days, how many players can hit a, a jump shot? The, uh, the, uh, the pathetic uh, talent-wise, the league is talented. Look at the superstars. Every young player, uh, how much extension they can get. Everybody can shoot. Yes, sometimes I get bored because I don't see the physical presence uh, uh, that I wanted to see, and they chuck up a lot of threes. But look at the defensive rating. When uh, in 1990s, Charles Barkley get an offensive possession, and he is lingering down the court like Twenty seconds. He is not even in the back court yet, and he's still hanging around. In today's generation, Julius Randle does that. Everybody is on social media to play, and you have to play. The coach does something bad. Everybody's in the social media. The defensive efficiency, the effort, possession by possession, is more. And that's why the young players like it. And that's why it is generating money. Everybody wants to be there. There is more superstars in today's league. Yes. I like 1990s game, but it is more I, entertaining. You know, hold on, Omar. I don't know if there's more superstars in today's game than pre, oh. in the, the previous generation. I almost feel like every team had a quasi superstar back in the all 90s. All the superstars, right? in Nowadays, I don't think that's the case. All the all the all superstars in the young generation. Let's get. I'm a Michael Jordan. Uh, I think Le- Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James at a- any cost because the uh, the uh, the win at any cost, the hunger and desire was there. But yeah. look at the stats. There is no comparison. LeBron is better. LeBron yeah, but, is better. Uh, but it's not true. Yeah, but the game I mean, is it's an opinion it's, thing. It's just, pay, it's just paid. Appreciate you, Omar. But the the game is played differently. Yeah, of course you got to average more score, more points. When yeah, you, you can't you take more threes, and, and you can't touch a foul lot. Yes, you can't touch these guys. Even Michael Jordan and Pat and all those guys, and they used to get abused when they'd go into the lane. Oh yeah. I mean, like, absolutely. They get hacked and you get and, stitches. Right. Isaiah Thomas took in an elbow from Carmelone. Right. Yeah, it's, it's I, a I, different I, game. It, Clearly, it's a different yes, game. Yes, and this is not about. Listen, this is. <laughs> we're going to stop short of engaging in the most pathetic type of radio, yeah, lamenting yeah. for what was. Yeah. Trust me, nobody wants to hear no, it. And that's not what we're saying. No, no, because there were elements of the 80s and the 90s. I mean, you go up and down every roster. There were, you know, I feel like seemingly there was like multiple big white stiffs <laughs> who were on the court just because they had six fouls yeah. who couldn't do anything. No, the game is so much more free-flowing. And, and He was and right about the athleticism. The allure, yes, of today's athlete, it's, it, it's just it's night and day. Mm-hmm. It is night and day. Back then, you had maybe two guys you could shoot. It's totally different. But what bothers me, and aesthetically, it's prettier today. What bothers me is there's no repercussion for not doing anything. Like, if you don't get back on defense, you're not getting yanked. Mm-hmm. Your coach isn't chirping at you. Yeah. Your teammate's not calling you out. Like, there's no account, or no, I shouldn't say no account. There's, there's less accountability. And... 
they, everybody's got a license to chuck and duck. I mean, is it fun watching 63s a night combined? No, it's <laughs> not. It's not, but I get it. Uh, you know, I'm still a basketball fan, but it's a little tougher to like these days. Uh, Mike is in Pennington, New Jersey. What's happened to Mike? Hey, guys. Uh, maybe you could explain to me, but how does this general manager of the Nets keep his job? I mean, oh, Sean Marks? Yeah, fired two coaches. One, a great coach you fired. Mm-hmm. You brought in James Harden. That blew up. You brought in Kyrie Irving. That blew up. I don't understand. I mean, well, what is the owner thinking? This guy obviously is. It's a good question. He, he doesn't have it. Hold on, Mike. I'll tell you the answer, though. Uh, no, Sean Marks has not done a good job at all. At all. The difference, though, there is nobody clamoring, whether it's in the papers or, more importantly, on this station, uh, for him to be fired. And I'm certainly not about to lead that charge. I I really couldn't care less. Uh, But when your team with a lower profile than the Knicks and the Yankees and the Mets, you can kind of blend in. Mm -hmm. And that energy is not felt. And energy usually, public pressure usually leads to change. Why was Joe Judge fired a year ago? We started on this station last January 3rd. Joe Judge was going to be back, mm-hmm. and then Joe Judge talked himself out of a job. Yep. And I'm not saying that we led the charge, but we're getting we were fairly demonstrative. We're like, this guy's going to come back. Yeah. How do you bring Especially Joe Judge back? Especially with a new general manager, because you knew that you know they were getting rid of Dave Gettleman, and he's he's seemed like he was no, a know it all type head coach. Yes, and because it's the Giants, that energy, that 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 fervor, that uproar became louder and louder and louder, and then you just couldn't ignore it. Yeah. Nobody reacts to what the Nets do or don't do. That's why we never talk about that's, them, that's, except when and, there's a problem. And that's why, despite all of the missteps that he correctly pointed out uh, for Sean Marks, that's why he's he's not on the hot seat. It, I don't think anybody thinks that Sean Marks is on the hot seat. If it was my team, he would be. Of course he would for be. For sure. But I'm just, nobody's saying it. Yeah, I, I because have nobody not, cares. That's I have why. not seen that once. Nobody cares. Yeah. They really don't. Ray is in the Bronx. What's going on, Ray? Hey, how you doing? When What's Omar up? was talking about today's basketball is better than old basketball, he's crazy. <laughs> yes, they're a little bit more athletic. I'll give you that. But back in the day, even if you go early 2000s, they played defense. They battled. There's no defense in today's game. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. Yeah. And everybody just wants to shoot three-pointers. That's not basketball. Come on. You and I and Tiki were never raised on basketball that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, but hold on a second, Brad. Got- now, Ray, to be fair. Now, I, I do want to be fair, all right? I don't want to... I don't want to. I don't. Well, I'm saying I don't want to like unfairly alienate people because I do think that we've got to see the big picture. And when we were coming up, all right, as you referenced, we were playing in the park. We were playing on on lower rims and doing what we were doing, having dunk contests, <laughs> emulating Dominique Wilkins. You don't think that like my dad and his generation were sitting around saying, "Man, this ain't Oscar Robertson. Yeah, man, this ain't Jerry West. Man, the game's different. Yeah, do you have it a post what, move? This happens. Yeah, do you have a post move? No. Yeah, exactly. You know, do you have? Can you I, play? I, can you, play, can you, can you defend them point in the paint? That. Yeah, go ahead. I I will agree with you on that, okay? No, 100%. But today's NBA is not even close to any of that. You have nobody that wants to battle. Nobody wants to touch your body that's dancing. You have maybe 10 players in the NBA that could play old NBA battling, hitting bodies. Yeah, both the Morrises. None of, none of today's guys can do that today. I'm sorry. They're, they're all full of garbage. Yeah, today. but, but Ray, you got to look at it this way, too. How many of the guys from back in the day could compete today? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the – obviously, I'm sure it's a, it's a fairly high number. I think one of the most interesting conversations – now, I see one side. 
I hear people saying Larry Bird wouldn't be a star today. You out of your mind? Mm-hmm. He'd average 10 more points because you couldn't touch him. Yeah. And he would just go to the line, hit 90%, take 10 more threes a game, bang in 40-plus percent. He'd be an absolute monster. Yeah. He'd be an unstoppable beast. But there are people who look at Bird and they say, too slow, wouldn't translate. I guess we'll never know. But again, generational preference. That's obviously a big part of either the, the praise or the disdain for the way the sport has gone a little bit. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.